the regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. They gotta, they gotta step it up. Well, other than that, this past week was uh, I, 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 I cracked my milestone, the my one of my goals that I did that I was aiming for. I cracked my two my two thirty mark for week. You got under it. Yeah, I'm at two twenty seven now. Congratulations, that's yeah. a big. You gotta give this man a round of applause. Or I mean, something. I, 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 I actually was like shocked because I still, I, I still felt heavy and plus. After a big weekend of um, you know indulging a little bit, uh, yeah. I figured as though that it was gonna be pounding out, and I'm like, see, all I have to do really is like take some massive shits, and I'll be okay. <laughs> that's all that, I. That always helps. That's all I aim for. See, but I think you're in. You're. I, do you think you work at night? Mm-hmm. Do you think for your health purposes and your what you eat, you think that helps you or does it hurt you? Well, at night, I don't, when I'm at work, I barely eat anything. And exactly, I, and you come home and you sleep. So I do how many of, meals are you eating a day? When I come home, uh, especially if I'm if I'm coming from the gym, I'll make like a, I'll, I'll make like an egg or maybe some sausage, and I crash. And it's not even a lot. It's like it's like probably like one egg and maybe like three links of sausages. And That's crash. good. And then the rest of the day, I really don't eat much because I'm sleeping. And then it's dinner. Then dinner, I barely eat that as well because I'm like picking. So I, I find that since I've gotten older, what you eat stays on you like once you get to a certain weight like i've been the same weight for about 10 years already and it's just my walk around right. weight like people in the gym tell me that's your walk around weight and in order to lose that you got to drastically change something mm-hmm. i'm like my walk around weight is 40 pounds over than what i'm supposed to be <laughs> even if i eat less i still don't lose no damn weight i gotta exercise and stuff you're gonna have to go into that tom brady book again and fucking look into the hyperbolic chamber shit that he uses <laughs> i need those regenerative pajamas yeah or something. exactly shit, something something to sweat this shit off and that's the thing too because i i go in there and and i'm like i, said, I don't even be going i see motherfuckers in there for like two hours and i'm like i ain't got time for this shit i go in i bang out like like 30 to 45 minutes and i'm done like, that's good if yeah. you can the key to the key to it is consistency yeah and i just go in there bang bang come out what i gotta do my daughter even looked at me super producer sally she looked at me she goes what are you doing i said what she goes you're losing a lot of weight i said yeah. i'm all right then she goes lift up your arm and i said flex it she goes oh my god that used to be flabby what are you doing <laughs> that <laughs> that's used funny to, that used to be flabby you know you know kids tell you the truth yeah 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 shout out to my girl this week man she did an awesome job man she's uh she's she's breaking out of her shell man she she used to be so reserved and a little bit shy but now she's uh doing performances in school she's been doing it for a couple of years but like this year was her year being you know fifth grader and they gave her the centerpiece. Of, I saw uh, that. Dance. I yeah. saw that on my newly found uh, social media account. That is amazing. You, that That's is great. amazing. That, and I see that you've been using it as well. Yeah, somewhat. It's, it's okay. I like people's stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I somewhat. See, I seen you've hit the the the, the heart. Know? But that, that that's a beautiful thing when you see when you see a child come into their own personality, mm-hmm. and it's somewhat similar to your personality. That's a cool thing. Yeah, you know, especially with her. She's uh she's been in, like inching. 
you know, little by little to wanting to do a little bit more on stage or whatever the case may be. So it's like, uh, this year she did the talent show and her and her friends choreographed their own dance steps and she, they did well. That's dope. They did it in two and a half weeks with like only like a half hour a day to do it and they put something together that was real cool on their own. So what do you do now? Do you, do you, do you push her? Do you start looking at things to, to get her into no. to progress that? No. Or she's going to do it on her own? No. Whenever, like, like a year ago, not even a year ago, probably, few months ago i took it to a uh a a, a casting agency uh, uh acting agency and you know they wanted to sit there and teach her how to act and do all this stuff but they were like charging like like thousands of dollars and all that shit yeah and i have like, a parent who does that with one of their young kids and i'm like um yeah i'm not paying for that because if i could you know, i never had to do that well good great great acting and casting agencies when they when they can find a child work with magazines catalogs uh t- uh commercials and tv shows they hardly charge anything what they don't they, charge they're not supposed yeah, to charge. exactly what they're they to take the commission exactly what they do is that but you got to be ready because yeah. one day once they call you like they'll call you right now two o'clock and they'll say listen you got to be here yeah. she's got to be fully dressed and hair combed six o'clock and you're like okay drop all your plans oh no believe so. me i when i was a kid even in, into my teenage years i did it i used to do casting calls and everything like i, I went to high school for that and you know i used to I did um uh, uh like extras and music videos yeah. and, and casting calls for like movies and stuff like that. Like I was I I know what it is, but like for you to sit there and tell them you're gonna charge a thousand dollars to do all the stuff and it's like yeah nah I know the scam I know the hustle you're trying to exactly. get into nah you're trying to rope me in. So I could like, I could have done that I could have done that easily. Oh yeah, you have the face for print yeah. work. Yeah, Can't, don't you see me as another Kevin from the Wonder Years? I was act. That's exactly what, what I, would you do. You're the, spe- you're the Goya. You're the Goya Kevin. There you go. The uh, the the bang years instead yeah, of one. This, the, the, this, the bang years. This was made for TV, right the, here. The whole the whole look. The, you have the whole the, the whole the, the the money maker is yeah. shining right there. Yeah. Now, due to too much alcohol, we have no chance <laughs> <laughs> and lack of sleep. Your kids. What are what are, what are they games? Do you see them like bouncing off like stuff that you're into? That yeah, you guys share is common. But your little one, not, yeah, no, the little my, one's still probably just rolling around on the, the little one. Won't go go to sleep. <laughs> She's got me up all all hours of the night teething. But um, the older one got her own personality. She's a jokester. She's a clown. Um, our house is very loose. Our house we're always joking around on each other. No one catches feelings, and you know, there's there's fun and there's discipline. Right. And there's responsibilities. You come home, you do your homework. You you know, if we need you to ask you to wash some dishes, you do it. You know, and that's it. And any, and as long as you bring me home good grades, I'll always buy you what you want, and I'll always take you where you want to go. But you gotta, you gotta work for it. Yeah, my daughter, I, I'm always blessed because whenever I, her teachers are straight up and down. They're like, yo, I wish the whole class was like her. Yeah, like she's because my daughter is very respectful. She's very, um, like, uh, um, honest and like around her, what's going on with her peers. She's very keen of like bullying and stuff like that and she's she she don't tolerate it i said like, you ever been bullied she goes no they know better yeah <laughs> she like, seems hey. laid back but she seems like someone that she'll put you she'll tell you what's on her mind oh yeah you yeah so my daughter's that's, that's hardly, a good like, thing she's it's hardly like you hardly ever see her cry ever since she was growing up you hardly ever see her cry but she's one thing is she doesn't like to be embarrassed and she doesn't like to disappoint daddy that's yeah. one thing if daddy's disappointed it rocks her whole world that's good but uh other than that it's like my whole thing is is I'm more worryful for those around her because that rage that one day that's gonna come out from her it's gonna you be think like a, so? it's gonna be like a Dragon Ball Z character. Does she show signs of that now? It's 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 what you call it's festering. That's the word I was. It's festering. It's, yeah. it's being harvested because I know because she's so 
like I said, she's so like timid, and you I'm think waiting. She bottles things up. Yeah, she does. She bottles a lot of things. Yeah, up. what but, kid doesn't, right? Now? Yeah, but you know, the, the one thing I can say is that since we grow, we, we, we're, we're raising girls. The, it, our insecurity level goes up to another level. Like, I, it's it's insane. Like, I start thinking about all the stuff that I did with like growing up when I was like girls and stuff and yeah and it started i mean my my daughter i, wanna, I would beat the shit out of my, my daughter's in fourth and yours is in fifth right fifth, yeah. yeah this is the age i mean i had my, my i have my daughter girly girl i had my first girlfriend in kindergarten but she's not really a girly girl but she's starting to trend that way like she 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 wants her hair done a certain way mm-hmm. my wife does it and she wants you know her clothes to look presentable, but she's not materialistic because right. my wife is not materialistic. I'm right. not materialistic. You know what I'm saying? You're so, the materialistic one. I'm I'm probably the most materialistic oh, okay. one in my in my family in my right. household. Like if I'm gonna go, if I need socks, I'm gonna go spend double the price so they could be Nike socks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, I'm just like that because because I figure like you. You're the you get, you're the, you're the diva. You're the prima donna. Of the yeah, house. I'm the bougie one in the house. <laughs> well, I feel like if you buy cheap, they're not gonna last long. Right. You you spend money on something's gonna last you long. Right. So. You know, that's the excuse I use to tell my family. <laughs> it's quality, like not quantity. Yeah, it's quality. <laughs> that's the lie I tell them. So, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's because it's, it's like my daughter, she's not girly girl, and even I even held up. A, I told her, I said, "Oh, you know, you know, wear a dress for for class picture." She goes, "For what? It's only going to be from like the chest up." I go, "Yeah, but yeah. at least Daddy knows you're wearing a dress." She goes, "No, no, I'm not going to do that. No, no, I will. I like my camouflage stuff. I'm good. I'm yeah. all right." She's at one more, so I can't, yo, it's going to be a gift and a curse when she goes into junior high school, because, woo, man. The one thing she does, I, that she, that she can be um very particular is, like, she's on the Jordan train. She's on the Jordan train? This is what she'll do. She'll buy, well, she'll Raised buy, in like, Brooklyn. What do you expect? She'll buy, like, she actually has a fucking job. She, uh, <laughs> she'll, we'll, we'll get her, she'll get Vans, whatever, like, cool sneakers she'll like, she'll, Converse or whatever. Yeah. But in that lot. We have to make sure that there's a pair of Jordans there as well. Okay, at least you know where she stands. Yeah, my daughter could walk into a store. She could like a twenty dollar pair of Skechers, mm. or she can like a hundred dollar pair of boots. You never know. Yeah, it's just what she likes. Yeah, whatever catches her eye. What I did tell my daughter recently, I think last month, I told her, "Listen, you're in fourth grade now." Because all of a sudden, I got a flashback to what I was doing in fourth grade. So I told her, "Listen, you're in fourth grade now, and guys are going to." Be nice to you. They're going to be really nice to you. And they're going to, you know how you come to daddy and when you want a toy and you tell him, daddy, I want this toy. Oh, I want this. You think you can get it for me? And you tell daddy you love him and you hug him until you get it and you're always with him. And then when I get you the toy, you run off into your room and it's like you never knew daddy. So I said, this is what boys are going to start doing to you. They're going to give you all of this attention wanting something from from you and then when they get that attention from you they're not going to give you that attention anymore so she she kind of took it to the next level and said uh what do they want from me and i said oh time to go ah. <laughs> i left my wife all in the bag ah so i have i have yet to have that conversation yet because my daughter uh super producer Sally is more like i even it's funny because it even came up on facebook timeline it was uh a conversation we had and I said you know you get to that year up to that age where you know, come Valentine's Day and Christmas time, you know, little boys might want to buy you something because they like you. I said, like, what are you going to do if a little boy buys you a gift? <laughs> she turns to me and says, I'm going to snuff him. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and she holds it to this day. Like, she's very, she's like, nah, I'm not into that. Good. That's dope. <laughs> but yeah, welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santa. Just Daniel. 
sitting here getting the holiday season going happy holidays to you all our faithful listeners be sure you check us out on social media outlets check us out on the like and group page on the facebook check us out on instagram at regular season sportscast also on twitter at all wj santi as well as on the youtube at trss turnbuckle tabloid next year on my new thing for the youtube promise my resolution is to start putting more stuff on there we gotta we i have to get you camera ready for this for for uh TRSS. We got to do some. Yeah, some, why not? We, we got some makeup some artists and yeah. Uh, we will, uh, I'll set up the whole scenario. We'll have like the whole sports center look in the background with, with construction paper. We'll 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 put it together. We'll, yeah, we'll, you know some graphic arts people. Let's uh. Let's yeah, I wouldn't even more. trouble doing that. I'll I'll make it the more bootleg the better. <laughs> I was actually considering uh when I when I get a new place is getting uh like a green sheet and just putting it behind us and then start doing like the the. The, the the graphics behind it, like they do on fucking whatever else shows that they do, like the the CGI and shit. Yeah, sure. We'll get into that world. We'll, we'll we'll sit there and work it out once I get the new place. But other than that, we'll work with construction paper. We'll work that way. We can <laughs> we'll get that. some of that. Yeah. So, yeah, rounding about this year. This is the year end. Next week, we're going to do uh the year end, year review, and we'll do some awards. We'll do the TRSSEs. Oh, nice. The, the, the Reggies, the Reggies, the nice. Reggie Awards. I will definitely prepare for that. Yeah, we'll do the Reggie Awards. You come up with your own, your nominees. I'm doing, uh, we're doing the Tabbies, the Turnbuckle Tabloid Awards. I'm putting up, uh, polls, whatever. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it for, for TRSS. I thought I wanted this one to be more personal. I wanted us to do it. Yeah. So we'll come up with our own category and we'll give our own award. Yeah, sounds good. So, we could come up with that right after the show. Yeah, we'll do that. So, um, that'll, that'll, that'll be the homework for the week. Other than that, this week has been uh, very interesting in the world of sports. Very There's always news. There's always something new happening in sports. That's why you got to love it. You got the closing of the NFL season happening. Fantasy football, you've been doing very, very well. You got yourself, everybody put your hand together for just Daniel yes. squeaking his way into the championship. Yes, yes. I would call it preparation. Other would call, other oh, would please. Call it you were not, exactly. Yeah, you were not. You were not that confident last week. Yeah, yeah. But we're there, and uh, we'll see if we can make it happen. Just remember the twenty percent was taken was taken off the top. The twenty dollars, not the twenty percent. Ten percent. It was ten percent. <laughs> no, ten percent. Take it off the top. That's a lot. Commissioner, commissioner fee. Ten percent. Don't worry, you'll be all right. Don't worry about. Um, <laughs> also, uh, NBA's right round and kicking. A lot of moves, a lot of shakes, a lot of uh, uh, teams that are starting to get back into their form are starting to look uh, as though they're getting adjusted. The Cavaliers yes. are getting into place. Yes. Lakers are looking uh, somewhat good. Lakers are looking like a little showtime team. Yeah, they got a little team going on over there. Uh, 76ers, uh, uh, Boston has hit the skids. The Knicks are actually very uh, surprisingly doing okay. Yes, I like what's going on right now. And uh, Yeah, man, the NBA is... Uh, it's, 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 Getting it, I'm starting to believe now the real hype of what people are starting to say that the NFL baseball is going to slowly decline, and um, the NBA may become America's new sports, man. Well, um, baseball is a distant third. It's NFL, it's NBA, and then it's baseball right now. But the NBA does such a good job of marketing its players. And that's, you know, basically because they don't wear helmets on the field right. and stuff like that. You know more of them. But the NFL is king. The money they they generate is, is, is insane, but it can be beaten. And in the next few years, we'll see what Goodell does since he got this contract. Also, which we, I, I, didn't, I don't even know if you put it on um, uh, Talking Sports and shit this week, there might be a contender for, for, for the NFL that may have a, a competitor. 
coming up. Oh boy! Let's listen. Don't listen. Don't, this don't, is don't, this don't, is don't, a topic that spans both turnbuckle tabloid and, and this show. Exactly. Yes, so we listen. We need to have a group discussion on this. Uh, let's just say. Topic right let here. me tell you right now. It, it, it might sound goofy, but I might have some points that might actually prove that it could happen. You know what? And I want to. And I will give you credit for what it's been able to do to help the NFL game. Right. So. So this week we have a. Uh, we have our our, our our regular show that we usually do. Just because of the holidays don't mean we're going to pull back. Usually around this time I start doing um, best of. Yeah. Best of the year, but nah, I'm not going to do that this year. I think I'll save it up. Cause I well, already we'll did. do some awards and we'll change some things up for yeah. next year. Yeah, because what happened was is that I already, since we, I, I did 100 you know, we did a hundred episodes, uh, a couple of, you know, a couple of like eight episodes ago. I was like, why do best of again? We were, yeah. Like, no, nah, fuck that. We're going to pine straight through. We're going to fight. We're going to we'll roll on straight through. This week we have, uh, uh, this week's rant. We're going to be talking about LeVar Ball has come out with possibly a new league. A new league. For those who are, may not be college eligible or may not want to do college, we might have a league that, might be a threat to the NCAA and the NBA, possibly. Maybe very, not the NBA, but NCAA. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. That'll be all right. And also on topic this week on talking sports and shit, we'll have tons, tons more on a rundown. We have a NFL preview review. We also have a just Daniel's best bets. That's Do we right. Have, we have your best. How's yes. you, last week you did well, didn't you? Did not last week. <laughs> last week, no. But I'll have some nuggets on that. Last week we actually went o two and one. One was actually a a push, you had a push, a draw. So okay. we'll was talk it the San Francisco that. game? No, we lost that game because the line moved up. But I actually made money in the game. I'll explain it to you during my best. Bets. All right, shit. All right, guys. Uh, we'll be back. But before we do, I do have to tell you guys that there is a special individual who wants to share. Their love for the holiday season, this individual, is one that many of us know. I believe that this man transcends Hokamania. This is a man who everybody, even to this day, recognizes as the nature boy. I tell you, when you combine wrestling and the holiday season, you get the man, Ric Flair, sharing his love for the holiday season. So don't go away. Stick around. We'll be right back, guys. Why, look at what we have here, folks! T-R-S-S, Bits and Pieces. Well, my friends, it's that time of year again. The holidays are here. We bring together family, fun, gifts, sharing, and love. But with that, we also get music. Do you love the holidays? Do you love wrestling? Well, in association with Nature Boy Records... And Four Horsemen Productions brings to you Ric Flair Sings the Holidays. This compilation album brings to you the best of Ric Flair and his flamboyant style, as well as his love for the holiday songs and cheery music we all love to hear. Listen to Rick as he sings songs such as... Rick also loves to sing the holiday classic by Bing Crosby, White Christmas. (laughs) 
Listen as Rick gets sentimental while singing Silent Night. One of Rick's favorite songs is one about that jolly old snowman with the corncob nose. The Nature Boy also loves to do the pop Christmas hits as he does Wham's Last Christmas. There's nothing better than combining the love of wrestling with the love of the holiday season. Ric Flair sings the holidays is the perfect stocking stuffer for the ones you love. Love the figure for a leg lock and also love giving presents to those in their family, friends, and inner circle. Ric Flair sings the holidays is the perfect gift for that special someone who enjoys wooing. Let me tell you something, brother. Ric Flair, the nature boy, is a sleigh riding, reindeer flying, ho ho hoing. Kind of guy. Woo! You come down here with the nature boy. I have a pole for you to ride on. The North Pole, that is. Woo! Four horsemen for life. And if you're a good boy and girl, the nature boy will bring you a Rolex just like mine. Woo! Happy holidays, everyone. Woo! This product is brought to you by... The regular season sportscast. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Terry Funk, the old Funkster, and I'm listening to the regular season sportscast over here at the Double Cross Ranch. TRSS, this week's rants. So, this week's rants is it's not really a rant. This week is more about um, a lot of people give Laval Bull. It's shit. always a rant with Lavar, but it, but uh, but people are giving him shit, and I was the one that said there's like, oh Lavar, shut the fuck up, you, you talk see? too much. And what did I say? You talk too much, but there is a method. There's a method to this man's madness, though. You think there's a method? I believe so because I I I genuinely believe that if he's if he's coming up with this or he has a, a think tank that's coming up with these. Uh, uh, I think, ideas he, I and think stuff? he is the think tank. I think he has these ideas, but if, and he's if not it, afraid to say them, and that's even better. But you better have people around you that can execute. Let's talk about let's, let's first talk about his first idea, which was the um, the 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 big bowler brand sneakers. Okay, everybody laughed at how much he was charging. Yeah, the price on them is a little bit ridiculous. They haven't sold particularly well, but. You know, I'm not gonna knock them. They're not sneakers that I would buy, 
But if you market them properly and you get the right people to wear them, eventually the masses will follow. Well, and look. he's starting with this, with his son. Lavar, um, Lonzo has to be successful, which I think he will be. So it'll help the brand. Well, the other thing is that you have investors, not investors, but you have black investors within their own um, areas of business who sat there and they said, "I'm not going to knock them. I'm not going to knock the the next black man for doing this." So like you got Jay Z who bought like three pairs. Yeah, he had a. You know, I think he's still waiting for two of them. Though. There's been some <laughs> delivery issues there. I think you think so. <laughs> yeah, I've heard something like that. I think I think um UPS um UPS probably <laughs> holiday deliveries. Yeah, are a it bit takes slow its time. That's, it's peak season, guys. It's peak season. So um no no I, I I that's one thing I could say. He's he's cracked that. He's also found a, a a loophole when it comes to his kids playing NCAA ball, and he figured that. Well, they're not gonna play ball then over there. If you can't, if, if you can't oblige to what uh, my plan is for them, they're gonna go somewhere else. Okay, so let's talk about what Lavar wants to do. He wants to start a pro league for kids who are coming out of high school who don't want to go to college, and he wants to draw these kids into his league by paying them a salary of between three thousand and ten thousand dollars a month, and for the league to be fully sponsored. By big baller brand. Okay, that part sounds retarded. That sounds retarded. Everything sponsored by big baller brand. Yeah, that sounds retarded. Well, well, the the league and his brand will go hand to hand because he would have to market his brand. His what this at this point what it is is a, is a t shirt company. He would have to market that through something, and why not through his league? So okay, so my whole thought would be this. This is what I'm thinking now. How much money are you making off a of big baller brand? I don't think it's that much, but how much money is Lonzo Ball making as the second overall pick from the Lakers? Right. Who would and you do not think he wouldn't invest in his father's company? <sighs> his father's dream or plan? I don't I think he would just he, it's not that would he invest? He would be told to invest. <laughs> exactly. So that's a couple of million dollars invested right there. And I think other people in his circle will invest too. So That's what I say. I don't the, the sponsorship I, I think that he might be haphazardly walking that way he might he might actually do better if he start looking looking like at other sponsorships i say uh a feli that doesn't have a big you know uh well that's a good that's a good point because the nikes the reeboks and the under armors they're in bed with the ncaa right they're not gonna leave they're not gonna have a conflict of interest of leaving that's a good point i didn't think about that going to feli but he would want to promote and push his brand ideally what he wants to do is have this league consisting of nationally ranked players coming out of high school and have it, you know, start off with 80 players to fill 10 teams. Problem there, you're going to have 10 teams with eight players. You got to have more than that. There's injuries that occur. Right. You know, there's there's other problems that, that may come up. You got to have more than eight players on a team. Was it was it ten? Was it three to 10,000 a week or was it a month? It was, the a, high, the high, it was a month. It was a month. The highest paid players will get 10,000. The lower paid players will get 3,000 on a monthly basis. Okay. Um. You know, as per ESPN's Dan Ravel, who first reported on this story, the league will be called the, the Junior Basketball Association, and the logo will actually be a picture of Lonzo Ball, Ball. getting ready to dunk. That's not a bad. Black that's, and that's gold. A, I, I saw. So it. I actually, I'm interested by it. It's a good logo. I actually like it. It's actually a good logo. And he will keep the rules of the game: twelve minute quarters, four quarters, halftime rules, identical to the NBA. Okay. So that's one. I don't know if he could get away with that though. 
Well, I don't. I don't see any problem with him if he's creating a league. Who has copyright laws on how long your quarters can be? Right, but that's what I'm saying. It could like be. It could be. That's what I say. A lot of things can and cannot. You know, they'll. They'll. I, I was selling Josie's boy. Call me when it's over. dot com. I was selling them. I was selling him. I said, you know, the NCAA and the NBA might find a way to put the kibosh on it. They'll find a way. Yes, because they control the market, and when you right. have big organizations like this with multi-billion dollars invested. At stake, they'll find a way to poo-poo it. Let's talk about some general cons on this league. Right. There's already a G League. Right. The NBA development, the formerly of the the, the, the D League, the, the NBA Developmental League, and they've recently just lowered the age to enter that league and put it at 18. Mm-hmm. Because you know what kids were doing that didn't want to go to to, to college, like uh, Manuel Moutier, point guard from Denver. Uh-huh. They just went overseas they went and overseas, played for yeah. a year until yeah. they were eligible. So now the G League, so that kids can stay in the United States and make money, because there is a salary in the G League, They're, the entry level is now low to 18. And kids out of high school can um can work with, with pro trainers and coaches that are affiliated with the NBA and get that type of experience from the NBA, okay? Um, like we just said, there's also opportunity to play overseas and get paid. Right. So you know that's another avenue, and and the and the pro leagues out there are just as good. Lavar's having his two other sons going to play in the Lithuania pro league, so right. they can't be that bad. Um, uh, I mean, uh, one con about if I'm a young player going into that league, people love to watch the NCAA. And when March Madness comes around and you start getting into the Final 32 and the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8, there's no greater exposure or notoriety that I can get. There's no better marketing that I can get than performing well in that type of environment. The, the Performing well in the tournament has catapulted players to the NBA and their stock. So I'm not sure if teens would want to leave that. And you, like we said, you're going up against an established commodity, the NCAA, that 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 does that hasn't failed. And realistically, if I have a son, I don't. If you had a son, you don't. Would I send my son to a league that's run by Lavar Ball, or would I send him to college? Right. You know, so he's got to answer well, all these questions. My my flip on that is like, if I had a son, or even you know, even who knows, Lavar might even have a thing for 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 women in the future, right? But even so, not everybody is college ready. Not True. everybody can go to college. True. I, I know. This, this is why a lot of, this is why a lot of times that they minimize, this is why they drop down the whole one and done thing is because they know a lot of kids may not be college prepared or, or essentially but going after geared the, to. Going college after, is not for everybody. It's not for everybody, but going after the players that he's going after, he's going after top high school recruits. He's talking about the top 80 high school recruits. So these guys all will definitely sign a letter of intent to go to a college. Now, if I'm a parent, go play a year and make $3,000 a month or $10,000 a month or go play for free and let the NCAA take advantage of you. Granted, but go learn from Mike Krzyzewski. Go learn from Jim Beheim. Go learn from these guys who will teach you how to improve not only as a basketball player but as a man as well. And that's a good que- that, that that's a good uh, point that you made right now because now we're thinking about you you're you're getting the kids. What becomes the administration? What becomes the coaching management? Who comes in as coaches? Like who comes in to become the 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 parental figure, the 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 the, 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 the role model, the the coaches for these kids in yeah. this league? 
And that that you know that becomes a good that, that that's a good question. Still a lot of questions to be answered. You would have to, like you just said, surround yourself with elite coaching, elite training staffs, um, administrative. It's it's more to it than what it just seems to create a league. And let's see if he can get this off the ground. I do know that some kids have no desire to go to college. They do not want to pretend to go to class. They just want to play basketball and they want to make money doing it. Why not? The the NCAA makes money. So they can they have an alternative with Laval Ball and you know maybe that'll catch on. Which will probably be something that that puts NCAA on their toes because now it becomes a thing like, you know, this is going to be a draw. So maybe that's a maybe his thought process of doing this probably shifts gears with the NCAA in which they actually say, listen, maybe we mean, we might have to start considering putting a, a stipend on these kids. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, their education is supposed to be their payoff. Yes. But, you know, this is the reason why we see a lot of this, these, these, these news stories, these scrutiny about, you know, boosters and stuff yeah. that's, you know, piloting these kids. You know, get on the campus, realize and see the experience of going to college and, and soak it in. But I, but I understand. Listen, it's not right that the NBA has a an age limit. I personally don't feel it's right. I don't think this LeVar Ball idea will get off the ground because there's so much cash that needs to be influxed into this idea that I don't think he has the cash and or will get the investors to go against such a big establishment like the, NBA, like the NCAA. But I also don't think it's fair for... The NBA to say you can't come into this league until 19. Why? There's no physical limitations right. like there are in the, right. in the NFL. I understand you right. got to be a man because you can get hurt. They have to do three years. They got to do three years. You know, I, I get it. But the NBA, Hell, why not? Uh, baseball, fucking uh, minor leagues. You know, they take they take kids at 18, 17, 18 years old. Our kids can go into the military at 18 years old. Yeah, why yeah. can't they go pursue their and, dreams? If you want to take that chance and hurt your career, because there's been many guys who hasn't worked out that's come straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. But there's been guys that's been successful. So if you want to take that chance, by all means. What I think that they should do, that if you decide to go to college, you should at least make a two-year commitment. At least make a two-year commitment and attain your bachelor's degree so that, so that at least you walk out of there with 60 college credits and have an associate's degree at the bare minimum. I, but if you don't want to, you can go straight to the NBA. Like I said, my whole thing is that I, I'm I'm more about this thing to where if – this league is able to happen. It's more power to because at the end of the day, there's a lot of students who want that, who want that scholarship and who will deserve the scholarship and do something with that scholarship. Yeah. And I think it's fair for them to get, take that scholarship. And a lot of teams, a lot of players will sit there and benefit with the fact that, you know what, if this kid doesn't want to come to the school, all right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll make them grind. We'll make them, we'll make them into the, ba- uh, to, to the players that, we think that there can be, and then let the NBA fucking come and get them. Yeah, absolutely. And what's the benefit of giving a kid a full scholarship for a one-year deal when he's not even ever going to go back and attain at least his associate's degree? Right. Either let him go to the NBA or let him go to school and stay there for two years. What I do like, I don't like the league, but what I do like about what LeVar Ball is doing, he is challenging conventional wisdom. Exactly. And, and tradition, and I like that. Yes. Because without people like that, we wouldn't be progressive as a society. Hey, you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have an iPhone without it. Exactly. Huh? That I do nothing with. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, when we come back, I have my boy JV. JV Lewis from St. Louis. He stops in and he discusses his view. He has his monthly segment this week. Uh, you guys don't want to miss this. This guy actually has some uh, poignant thoughts, and uh, it's it, it's it's a it's a certain view that I like to get from uh, our listeners out there. That's uh, totally totally outside of what we talk to when these mics are on. And also, when we come back, we have uh, talking sports and shit. So, stick around. 
This is Mets fan Matt, and you're watching the regular season sportcast. You're one handsome guy. Hey, I mean, you already know, like around holiday time, you know, cats kind of get a little bit more bolder and stuff. But it's like my sister, you know, she told me that she know a couple of people, you know, like and she heard about you know, people getting their houses like, you know, broke into and stuff like that. It's like, OK, you respect that. But it seemed like these cats just a little extra with it this year. It's like these cats just don't care. Is it like your neighborhood hood or is it like no, nah, like like not like not not my, not my neighborhood. It's just you know just how you hear about surrounding areas, you know, like here on the St. Louis side, and then like you know where I grew up on the east side. Uh-huh. It's like you you know in them surrounding areas, you know, it's just like yeah, man, cats just crazy these days. Yeah, you be you, like I say, I see you out there. You be busting your ass fucking every day, man. Just have to have to you know you don't want to deal with that shit. That's why I left my hood. I didn't go too far. Like I went mm-hmm. um. Like across the way, I'm in Queens, but it's like at the borderline. Like I could like spit in Brooklyn. Like basically, I'm like right there, but it's still mm-hmm. like like vacation spot for me. Like I, if I see flashing lights of a police car, it's it's like on on a whim. It's it's rare, and it's probably yeah. Like tra- you know, it's like you it's like know, you always got those shit. areas. Yeah. yeah, you know, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody kind of knows like where the area is at. You know, what I'm saying like I don't want to. You know, like certain points you know like okay i go through there but i don't want to be over there too long but you grew and, up in, but you grew up in like the like the urban shit like you've been you, you was in there yeah uh-huh yep and then you know like being out here in the county you know like because i grew up mostly in illinois and then like last like you know about five ten years you know i've been like on the st louis side and it's like depending on where you at you know what I'm saying these 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 cats is just crazy so and it's kind of when you watch the news, it's funny seeing like these little white areas. They like experiencing little crime now, you know, like look, basically nothing, nothing just like break in, car break in, stuff like that. <laughs> right. And, uh, Their crime is like uh, someone uh, leaving trash on the floor. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just seeing like how they like just a shock in their face, you know, like how like over a car break in and they like freaking out you know it's like because nothing happens because nothing happens out there <laughs> to us it's like did they light the car on fire after they broke into the car and shit? right you know <laughs> um give me one second to make sure the audio is, is, is okay. checked out everything's flying out what's your topic for this week Man, I gotta talk about this uh possible P Diddy buying the Panthers, man. I gotta talk oh, about this. Oh shit, that's a good one. Did you hear the one for um the Laval Ball shit this week? I just I just heard about that too. I just heard about that today. I was just checking Twitter and I saw he was like the number one t- trend. And I'm like, what the fuck this dude is saying now? And then I saw that. I was like, ooh, that dude better watch his back. Boy, right. he fucking he, he fucking with them white people money, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the same shit. But give me give me give me a couple of seconds and we're gonna talk about it. I'm gonna lead you in. Hold on. All right. All right. Just give me an ID. I need a matter of fact, I don't have an ID from you from um Turnbuckle Tabloid. Let me get an ID from you for shout out for Turnbuckle Tabloid. Just your your name and uh you listen to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Uh 
All right, yo, this is Javon Lewis, JV Lewis 77, and you listening to Turnbroke. Oh, no, wait, let me, let me go again. Yeah, this is Javon Lewis, JV Lewis 77, and you listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Yeah, I got to get you in the Turnbuckle Tabloid because uh, there's a lot of stuff that you cover that I don't cover, especially that um that shimmer stuff and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. I talk about this week's show, we talk about um females in wrestling, so your input, will, will it'll be heavy on the next couple of Oh, hours. okay, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. All right, so um, let me just get this up, cute. All right, let's go. All right, everybody, so like I said, let me tell you, the best thing that I love about when I do this show is that I'm able to bring in not only my co-hosts, which I usually have here, but I also like to bring in the info from the listeners of this show. And the reason why I do that is because this is not this, this is not a forum just for me or the person who sits across from me. This is a show that I love to have the input from the people who listen to the show. J.V. Lewis from St. Louis is in the building. This is his segment. I told you guys that I'm going to bring this a monthly segment for you guys, and I'm so happy that this guy comes in. This guy's been a loyal listener and a, and a follower of RageWorks, Donette, and uh, Terminal Tabloid, and all the shows. Hey, yo, I, I saw you. You you even call me when it's over. You 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 guys actually clicked. Though. I like I like how how I see that you 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 watch the shows, you listen to the show, especially with call me when it's over. It seems like you know, I think the black <laughs> the black race. Gets empowered when they hear <laughs> Josie's boy talking. Oh man, yeah, that, that, that dude be hitting some topics, man. You know, <laughs> like uh, like he, he was talking about, you know, she's got to have it, and I was like, man, I completely forgot that that was coming out. You know what I mean? So I was like, I got to get on that. Yo, he fucking yo. Let me tell you, he saw it two like. Yeah, I think he's on his third cycle now. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he, he fucking nitpicked on it. But I, I, I have to say that uh, once again, thank you for being a, a, a listener for the show. I mean, being very supportive for us. But uh, it, not only do I, I, I put you on here because you're a listener, but you have great insight. You also have your own uh, YouTube page. Let everybody know where they could get you at. Yeah, yeah, my YouTube page is JV Lewis. You know, you can just go to YouTube and check that out. You know, I just post like on wrestling you know mainly reaction videos you know the trailers and stuff like that so y'all should check it out the funny thing is that it's like if you just chill in your room and it's like yo you guys see this shit this shit. <laughs> it's like yo i mean basically that's what it is <laughs> you know uh you yeah, i just see something yeah yeah you got to start off somewhere don't just stick to the usual thing you know, put stuff out when you can. Everything is so casual. It's like yo, and then you, it's such a natural thing when 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 you see somebody do it. Are you looking for like the big picture? Like the big thing is like yo, I, I would like to do this as like a, a, a career or something like that, or it's just something you're like yo, this is so fun. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's 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 mainly just fun. You know, I haven't got to that point where I want to you know make it like a. That that's all people do, you know. That this is that's just their job, you know, because the people get paid off of it. Right. And I'm not even thinking about that, you know. It kind of crossed my mind at first, but it was like, you know, I'm just getting started. And then you find out these cats who've been doing it, been doing it for years. So, and then other people tell me that, look, man, just have fun with it, you know, just build your audience, and then the other stuff will come. Shit, you know, you man, got, then, you got more follows than we do on the YouTube page. That's my fault because. I, I'm I'm kind of like lazy with it because I'm juggling so many other stuff with. I mean, but yeah, they see that's the that's the thing though. It's like yeah, you got so much going on, you know. You got you know 
three shows to do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, four. Shit, I gotta do a yeah, it would be four. Page show. I'm like, fuck, man. Shit. Yeah, you know, hell, <laughs> it, it would be four if Matt did a baseball show again. Exactly you know what I mean? Right. Like, Jesus. Yeah, so that's why I had, I, like, I'm glad he didn't bring that back. I was like, fuck, if Matt brings back, he tells me about this fucking uh-huh. baseball show. I'm fucked. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, so you could just like I say. You, you can just post when you can and just plug that with everything else. Yeah, but JV from JV Lewis from St. Louis, he's in the building, and like I said, he I I, I, I give him the forum so he can rant about and go off on what his is, is on his mind for just for for today's sports elements. I told him I said I got to get him in for for wrestling as well because he goes to venues and stuff that we don't really reach out to, and especially out there in the Midwest or where he's at, it's like a, a, a untapped area that we need to talk about. But for this week. We got to talk to J.B. Lewis about what's on his mind. So, J.B., take it away. What's on your mind this week? Okay, like, NFL's been on my mind, like, of late because I haven't really been watching, you know, with all of the protests and the stuff like that. And then just a lot of the commentary just turned me off of the NFL. But it's certain stuff that catch my attention. And this whole Puffy possibly buying the Panthers, that definitely got my attention because it was like to have a black owner in the NFL, and especially somebody like Puffy, you know, and it's just funny seeing the commentary because you kind of expect what people going to say, you know, and then it's like, do you really think that they would actually vote this man in as the owner? And that, like, that would probably go back to the people like, yeah, it won't happen. NFL, more than any other sport, is still a good old boy league. You know what I mean? Yeah. That And like I say, in this protest and all that just confirms it for me. But I would love to see that happen because it's not like Puffy don't got money. Then you're seeing all these people like Steph Curry and Kaepernick talking about, hey, you serious about doing this? We in. We'll put our money up. And that's what it'll take. It'll take, you know, and it brings me back to when Spike Lee, when he had real trouble doing the Malcolm X movie. And it was like Oprah and Magic and Jordan, all them people put their money in so he could have what he needed to make it. And that's what it's going to take to get through that door to open it up. It's like coming together and stuff like that. And I would just love to see it happen. Well, and, I was telling my, I was telling uh, my coworker, because uh, he asked about it, he goes, does Puffy have money like that? And I, I, I went through I went through the research. I wanted to show him. I said, P. Diddy is worth in net in gross, well, in net, ninety. No, what is it? It's nine hundred and twenty million dollars. Nine hundred and twenty mm-hmm. million. You got to understand, he owns his own network. He has yeah. Revolt. He also has the Ciroc, and plus yeah. everything he's done in music and whatever intangibles that he has. When mm-hmm. he has everything he has mixed in, they're looking at the sale. For possibly for the Panthers, which will possibly be around two billion, maybe two point five, mm-hmm. they will give him probably the majority hold, and like you said, other individuals who will uh, come in as a party. Like you said, the, the Steph Curry's over. I mean, let's be honest. If you look at somebody who's coming in with a a financial backing like an Oprah or Steph Curry and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not something uh-huh. you don't sneeze at. Right. Now you also I mean, be, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, cause yeah, cause when it all comes down to money, you know, money is a determining factor. The other factor that comes in is that before all this goes down, 
the owners have a pool of other outside buyers that they have to uh, uh, they yeah. have to wean first. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. They have to. Uh, they, they, there's certain individuals, like you said, it's a it, it's the good old boy kind of school where you yep. know you have to be these uh, fit their criteria to be an owner and shit. Right. right. Bob Craft has, has already co-signed and says, well, whether it be just for media purpose or what the case may be, but if you set it in print, if you set it on video, then you better back that shit up, my dude. Yeah, yeah, you can't happy. say that and then back out. Exactly, because you, know? you look like a dick. You're like an asshole. Right. But uh, he's already said in print that he would be obliged and, and happy for Diddy to, to, to own a team. It's a perfect yeah. fit. The Carolinas, majority, minority areas, mm-hmm. uh, especially the team-wise. Yeah. And it's also a thing to where there was even rumblings of a possibility where uh, Jordan would have to pull back from his ownership of a team mm-hmm. and possibly be helped to buy in for this. Do you think that'll work? I mean, it could because, you know, Mike, he got that big-time Carolina influence, you know, and I mean – who like for his big time celebrity or known wise, you know, that's visible, like would have money like Mike got, you know, because it would seem like if Mike interested, you know, everybody would just drop their hat and be like, what's up, Mike, what you need? How can we make this work? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think even the, the Japan and China would be like, oh, Mr. Jordan, we could work with you. We'll yeah, you yeah. <laughs> and the thing and the other thing about pussy is it's like, Puffy, he got the dress attire down, and it's like, you know, he hobnobbed with the upper class anyway, you know what I mean? So he knows how to do that, Um, how, how should I say it, you know, he he knows that job interview talk, you right. know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? He got it down, so he can slide right in. Can, can you imagine that if this goes through, like... Now, <laughs> fucking Sean John becomes the 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 the. Oh, it makes it come oh, back. Oh man, <laughs> we Dude. get to go back in the closet and guess. Yes, I can pull this out again. <laughs> right. I mean, why not? Everything else coming back. You know what I mean? I saw some damn British nights. I'm like British nights. Dude, let me tell you. This past my daughter's birthday party, I had told Josie's boy. I said, son. I need a pair of BKs. I need oh, a pair. Man. And you can get them for cheap though, for like seventy dollars, and they look good, like for real. Can you? So now you can be like, yo, I get the Sean John fucking hoodie I can rock now and shit. Yeah, I, and I, I could have sworn I saw like a uh, Wu Tang talking about they bringing back Wu Wear and all that. I'm no, like, man, don't even wake them up because then Naughty by Nature gonna be sitting, sitting there talking about, yo, we are gonna wear our Naughty shit next. Oh, now Jay, man, then Jay's gonna be in back like. Rockaway, but no love. We we can't get that no more. I can't right, post the price right. on this. You know what I mean? Because the only thing is like stuff like that. I'm buying nowadays. I'm still buying Echo. You know what I mean? <laughs> in- Nietzsche, NYC, in Nietzsche. The one thing you that know, I, <laughs> the one thing that I said that troubled me about this um the the discussion about it, which I'm hoping I'm really pining for it to happen. I want I want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. thing, the only thing that um that that troubles me is that uh the Colin Kaepernick situation is because mm-hmm. the whole thought was that because Colin even said he's like yo I put money in it which goes to show a lot of money yeah. he got bread he still got money holding like, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah he still holds but the other thing is that like if the NFL 
hears this, they'll shy away from the fact that, you know, that Diddy would be a possible candidate for me. I would have probably let that shit, like, be on a low for a second. But like, you know, all right, boy, let me, let me do my business, and then I'll slide you in after. Let's hang yeah, it. yeah. Because, I mean, it's yeah. It's like bringing you I mean, into I, a I, job. I like, let me get in this job first, and then once I get good, son, uh, yo, I can bring you in as a fucking shop steward maybe later. Like, you know. Yeah, I feel that because, I mean, like I say, Diddy got a uphill battle as it is. You know what I mean? Right. You black. That's then, the uphill battle. Right. You know, then uh, that shit that happened the other day with that old punk ass, the reporters was, you know, joking around, talking about, you know, you know, making all type of stereotypical jokes. Then come to find out that one of the reporters was a black dude. I'm like, you coon ass clown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, the crazy thing is that this is what exactly what our society is. They do they do not understand the remarkable fucking strides that Diddy has become. As a businessman, Ciroc right. went from just vodka water to be the mm. most amazing fucking drink that everybody is drinking now. Even white people have it in their fucking mm. in, in their bar in their fucking bars in their cabinets. Right, because it wasn't the reason that he even started Ciroc was because of the shit that happened with uh Cristal years right. ago. Exactly, isn't that yeah? Because of that racist shit, ain't that why he started it? And then when when he even told um the he even made a backlash when he, not even a backlash he made a, a forefront initiative where he was like Georgie why are y'all drinking still that shit like he says like why uh-huh. why are y'all still drinking that bullshit and Georgie was like <laughs> okay you need you might need to slow down talking that you don't talk ill to Georgie don't talk ill to Georgie. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I'll pull it back a little bit, but your shit's still bullshit. But it's still real." And right. what he's done? <laughs> but it's on, on, on some real shit. It's like you think about it. What can save the NFL, especially from? Look at you. You were a big sports guy. You're a big sports guy. Yeah. And you pull back from the NFL because of this. What would help bring it back? With I mean, because I mean, the minority audience, or, or the minority audience audience is him coming in and being the owner. Right, because I mean, it's like let's face it, man. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure you've seen the arguments back and forth between you know black people and whoever. Like, because they know I've seen plenty of like, man, why are y'all still watching this shit, man? Why are y'all still watching, you know, and stuff like that, you know? When they when they like before the year started, when they um brought the celebrations back, I'm like, you know what? Cool. That's one thing I've really been missing. That's one thing that was fun about the game. They bringing that back. Cool. All right. You know, I'm more interested than the whole Colin thing. You know, that that really bothered me. You know, then it's like, look, then is everybody putting in a little slick ass commentary and all these undertones they doing and then the coonery and the buffoonery that's going on. I'm like, man, you know what? I'm like fuck this game, <laughs> basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm talking about dude. I ain't even played Madden. You know what I mean? But, that's just I'm. Oh, I didn't, that's just I didn't buy Madden this year either. I said unless you put Colin like, Kaepernick on the fucking I, cover, I'm not putting. I'm yeah, playing. you know I played. You no, know, I had the demo. I was playing the shit out of it. You know with EA Access. Then by the time the year started, I'm like, man, I'm saving my money. 
Can you imagine? I'm not playing until I see players kneeling on, during the fucking uh, the, the anthem. That's when I'll fucking play Madden again. Show, Ew, show, me, show me, show me the game that they're taking a knee. That's when I fucking. And play. it's like you know when you see stuff, man. You see before he got hurt, Deshaun Watson killing it. It's like man, I was like, all right, man, you doing your thing, man. I'm support you from afar, and shit. You know. No, the crazy thing is that you guys had a team in St. Louis, and they oh, in L.A. <laughs> Oh, man, dude, let me tell you, man, because I'm talking about people were so pissed off when that happened, but everybody knew Cronky was a snake anyway. They knew he didn't, they knew he didn't want to be here. They knew it. And when they started doing year to year lease on the dome, everybody kind of was like, hmm. And when they left on Channel 11, one of the local stations here, one of the people was like, man, what is it about St. Louis? Why do we always get treated like the red-headed stepchild? Mm. I'm talking about the Cardinals be good. They don't even consider us one of the elite. We like the little brother. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, because y'all fucking St. Louis. That's why. Y'all a big city, but y'all small. Basically, the way Shaq Nam used to call, call Sacramento a cow town, that's how these big cities look at St. Louis, man. Y'all, like, this is a cow town. What's your basketball you know? team out there? What do, what do y'all call out there? I mean... Everybody just follows whoever, you know what I oh, mean. Basketball wise, it's it's, it's 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 spread out, you know, because everybody wants a team here. Yes. But I don't think the powers that be will ever they'll they'll keep telling you that. Oh man, well you know it's not a basketball town. Who are you asking? Exactly. Seem like you, right, you right. asking people in the county, but you're not asking the city. Right. You know, so you know where I'm going with that. It's like, yeah, come exactly. on, man, we got we got the room. Especially, especially with the Rams not here, and they're gonna shoot themselves in the ass because the NBA is about to be the biggest fucking sports. Out and and I mean, they're gonna eclipse baseball. Well, they've they've eclipsed baseball, but they're about to eclipse NFL like now. Mm -hmm. I think it's like in St. Louis. St. St. Louis is a baseball town, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a straight baseball town. So. Every everything always gonna be second place. You win, yeah, you gonna get support. They're gonna, they're but with the Cardinals, yeah. yeah, with the Cardinals, whether you shitty or good, you are gonna have the support. It's gonna be packed no matter what. Everything else, you are gonna have the strong support. But if you losing, it's gonna kind of die out a little bit. And what what college team you have there? You don't what you have. I mean, we got. Uh, I mean, I mean, people support you know the no slew, but. I think people more it's more of a Missouri, you know, what I'm saying yeah. university. Yeah. People su- support them more than like SLU cuz uh Missouri's more upscale, you know, more known. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you so yeah, so you see more need, like yeah, Missouri. St. Louis needs an NBA team. They need it. Yeah. yeah, you guys haven't seen the NBA team since like the ABA and shit like the Yeah, like like every year we get like a preseason game, but that's it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, and the, and, the, and the games be pretty packed, you know, no matter who comes, you and know. Now, so that, that lets you know it is a basketball interest here. And now the Rams leaving, they go to L.A. and they fucking, they, 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 they're killing it now. It's like, it's yeah. <laughs> they get they get good when they leave, you know, like, ain't that something? The, the only it, hope is that the St. Louis fans are still fucking Rams fans. That's the only thing you get. I mean, it's a, oh, trust me, it's a few. Some people just said, fuck it. And then there's other people that's like, you know, I'm still through and through because I told my boy at work, I'm like, look, man, you're going to have to be a Chiefs fan now. Nah, he like, hell no, I'm not. I'm sticking with the Rams. <laughs> I got to tell hey, you right man. now, uh, uh-huh. before we go, I just uh, I dropped on, I dropped it onto you before the mics went hot. Was the yeah. LeVar Ball went out there and he's 
pushing the initiative to make a league for NBA, well, basketball players straight out of high school. Uh, if they choose not to go and play college ball, that they'll have their own league and their salaries will be three to 10K, three, three thousand, three, three, three thousand to ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Is it a month or a week? I think it's, I think, no, I'm African, no, I think it's a week. What's your thoughts about that? In a way, I kind of like it, you know, because I can't, he, he, he can't tell me he ain't getting no ideas from Ice Cube League. He can't tell me that. No, but you shit. You know what I mean? That he got, he didn't get the idea. I mean, I, I kind of like it, but I, I do like that. Okay. You have to be, out of high school, right. you know what I mean? You have to at least finish high school to be able to do this. It's gonna be interesting because it's gonna be like um he 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 in an interesting place. I like to see it because here we are again, a minority trying to do something, you know what I'm saying, big trying to do something along the lines of everybody else, you know, he's fucking with them people money. because <laughs> all cause cause all it's gonna take is some of these top recruits, some of these top guys, especially yeah. these AAU guys, yeah. to start going there. Because, you know, everybody doing the one and done, or a lot of them looking at overseas now, they like, hell, if I could make some good money and stay here, they going to take it. Yeah, They will They will take it. Because don't, yeah, because like I say, don't think some of these kids won't do it. You know? I hey, say, I mean, that, 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 that's real. We're I got to say, I got to say, work. I got to say, and Josie's boy, Josie's boy brought it to my attention. And I said, <sighs> NBA might, might want to put a kibosh to that. And the way that they'll do it is because the collegians who are empowered would have a conversation with the NBA and say, listen, this is going to, this is, this is going to, this is going to mess us up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we need to do something about this. So we have to find a way to get rid of this one and done thing, but also we gotta find a way not to give them the media circuit that they 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 need to get for this. Because mm. you can have a league, yeah. you can have advertisers, but you're gonna need a network. Yeah. And they're gonna have to find a network for this and they gotta think about the ESPNs. Yeah. They gotta think about mm-hmm. the Fox Sports. They're gonna be sitting there going like uh these the you gotta sell this you have to yeah. sell this right and if if the nba and 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 uh and the ncaa sits there and says uh if you co-sign on this then we might have a problem yeah uh, i have to say listen, going on yeah i gotta say so as much as we can sit there and say as uh, love uh laval ball is a fucking asshole you gotta mm-hmm. give him the fucking credit for this shit who else would have thought of this yeah that's what i'm saying that's why that's why i that's why i put him in two categories i gotta put some of the crazy it's like you gotta put the crazy shit he said on one side then you gotta put his ideology on the other side like this dude is thinking way outside the box right right like i say if he could just contain that other shit with this oh man i'm like this like i say man like i say like I say, now his whole big baller brand thing. Now, if he just sliced the shit out of some of them prices, now we really talking. Because hey, man, average cat ain't buying that. But the other, stuff, the other with thing, that price. The, the other thing was that he went and put two of his uh, two of his sons out in Lithuania, mm-hmm. and he knew 
he knew they ain't gonna be really making no money out there. He knew, like, you know what? Yeah. Yep. It's strictly a basketball yeah, move. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a b-ball move. And he's like, they ain't gonna be mm-hmm. really making no money like that. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's like, um, yeah, yeah, basically, like, because, you know, like, the, I don't know how it is everywhere overseas, but it's like, I remember, like, Brandon Jennings did it. And it's like, these cats, Emmanuel Moody, they go over to these teams, and they, they it's straight a vet league. Right. And it's like, y'all gonna sit. Y'all gonna play a little and y'all gonna learn. That's what I'm saying. Y'all gonna work on y'all fundamentals and stuff like that. Then in the year, whatever, whatever, then y'all can go back over there and do y'all thing. Yeah, but he sat there, he 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 minimized. He said, Yo, what if I do this? There's nowhere contractually that it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. I can I I can bring I can bring something out here right now. I get the investors, and I mm-hmm. know, and I know that. Even if like big market teams like uh, big market products like uh, Adidas, or uh, you get guys like Fila, yeah, you get like, like think, yeah, like a, yeah, you're right, a shoe company that's shoe company like not Fila. up there with the big boys, yeah, you know what I mean? They allow they allow their sites, you know, they, they get a hook, yeah, hook <laughs> up with them, yeah, get their name back out there, you know? What they'll be like? Oh shit! This yeah. this might actually be something. Where, the only thing that I said is that I know, like you say, you got to look at Big Brother, you got to look at the, the the big market. It's like they're gonna find a way to put a kibosh on this shit. But yeah, this is uh-huh. actually something that could actually fucking make athletes think. It's like not everybody's built for mm-hmm. college. Not everybody's built for right, college. Right? No, no, yeah. Shit. They was yeah. It's, it's like it. All it's got to do is take some big name athletes to, to go there. You know. That's all it's, it's all it's gonna take. You would get like you know what I'm saying the B C players, but if you can get a lot of the A guys, oh yeah, the, uh, the college NBA they're gonna be like shaking in their boots, man. They're gonna you, be like, man, what, like, what, what's this? And plus, if they're able to get 10k the max to play for a year or two plus advertising, yeah, these kids would be good. This is what they've been wanting for college for for the college players. This and trust me, it's wanted. so much advertising out there. You know, you can get anybody to sponsor you. Hell you know? yeah, this is be crazy. You can get anybody, because one thing, it is a market for everything. You know, it's a bad thing about this. I What's wish, that? That, I wish that we would have thought about this shit. <laughs> we man, this. that's what I, that, man. That's what I'm saying. If, if we grew up in this era now, yeah. we would think about that. You know what I mean? We would have thought about this if we grew up in this era, but you know, we 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 from you know we from back then. We had a completely different mindset back we, then. Laval Ball was like, "Fuck this! I wish we had this on our arrows." Right? You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I don't know who he listening to or what he looking up. You know what I mean? I don't know where he getting this stuff from, but man, I just want to be a fly on the wall just to hear what this dude thinking about it, who he talking to. Because that dude, he way outside of the box. JV Lewis for St. Louis, y'all. JV, let them know they can get you at all your social media outlets. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at JVLewis77. And my YouTube channel is JV Lewis. Yo, thank you once again. This is our monthly segment. Got my man from out there in the St. Louis. I hope everything works out for you. Have a happy holidays, man. All right, man. Same to you. Everything's great, man. Yo, peace. Peace. All right, guys. When we come back, we got months and months and months and monthsy stuff to talk about, y'all. Don't go anywhere, y'all.
the regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Why? What do you mean? Uh, um, you gotta get a different license. Yeah, you have to get the TLC and your license. Insurance comes up, and you to to make real money, you gotta put in forty hours, like thirty five to forty hours a week, to put in you know money that's worth. Yeah, but you while. have a job already, so that would be like a good side hustle for you. Yeah, it'll be a whole other job. It'll be eighty hours a week that I'm working. But how does that I'm even? Ready. You don't have to put it on that time. You, you, they have like a flexible schedule that you could do. Well, you got to cover my the insurance like, fee I know, first. Right, because I know a couple of people who do it at the job who, who have that shit. My wife's actually thinking about doing it. Yeah? So, you know, because she, she hates being in an office, so let's see what happens. It's yeah. not a bad gig, though. It's a nice little hustle. It's not a bad gig, but I enjoy spending time and coming home with my family. I'm not trying to work 80 hours a week. Oh, I hear you. Know? you. That's what I don't do. Like, I just I just put in for OTs for next year. I already told uh, my supervisor, like, I'll do uh, three or four hours you know, I'll come in a little bit early and do that. That's good. Got to make some. Got to get the fuck out of this place. You got to recover from Christmas. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I got to get out of this apartment. So we got Just Daniel's best bet. I'm hoping his best bet is that I get the fuck out of this apartment. <laughs> yeah, lay some money down. I got you this week. Last week was a little bit shaky. The the Vegas guys, the wise guys, put really good lines out there. We um we went o two and one. We actually broke even we got a on one. the page. Yeah, a tie, a push. Oh, so you get your money back on that one. Patriots at Steelers. Patriots were favored. They were minus three. They won by three thanks to the uh, catch, non-catch. Not the uh, catch, non-catch. Um, actually, I did make money because that line went up to three and a half by the time I betted. Uh, word to the wise, wait to the last minute mm. possible that you can bet because that line is always shifting and moving. Big money people put money down in the last minute when they have all the information. What's the la- what, what, what do you consider the last minute? Like, I I put my bets in at twelve fifty five, five minutes before the one o'clock games. Oh okay, yeah, that's the last minute. Oh wow! So even on the Titans, we lost that game. Forty ers were minus one. I picked the Titans to win. I thought the Titans were not pretenders. They turned out to be pretenders. Forty ers won by two points, but by the time I bet that game, the spread was two and a half. Forty mm. ers had to win by three to cover. They only won by two. I bet the Titans. I won that game, but not for this show. I lost. So. And the charges I completely whiffed on. They, they, every time I think Philip Rivers will lead me to the promised land, he always comes up with a dud. So, o two and one, we're ten and five on the season. As per my math, that's still sixty six percent. You're still winning money with me. So this week I got four games. Okay, games that I really like, and I'll give you my best bet of the weekend. Um, will be the last game. So right now, tonight, it's tonight, Saturday night. Vikings at the Packers. Vikings are eleven and three, going into Lambeau Field and facing the Packers, who are seven and seven. Right. Vikings are minus nine. You want to pick them? They got to win by ten. I'm taking the Vikings here, and I'm going to tell you why. Minnesota is still playing for a bye week and home field advantage, while the Packers' playoff chances are done. It's over. It's gone. Aaron Rodgers, get out of here. They're resting him for the rest of the season because they got nothing else to play for. And Devontae Adams, 
who has been Brett Hundley's favorite target, is also out with a concussion issue. So I really like the Vikings in this game. To me, to me, um, just br- just breaking news. Breaking uh, news. James Harrison released from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, James Harrison was released. We saw that coming. There was some rumblings back and forth between Harrison and the Steelers recently, mm. and um, you know, it has to be internal issues because they don't know when they're getting Ryan Chasier back, one of the best linebackers in the NBA, and then you right. let go of Harrison. So it has to be something other than performance because uh, Harrison is still a beast at his age. But um, getting back to this. If you look at the Vikings and the Packers, me watching them this year, there's a huge talent gap. Aaron Rodgers is the only thing that keeps these two teams even. Without him, without Devontae Adams, the Packers are dead in the water. I like the Packers to try and keep it close early, but I see the Vikings winning by 10. Brett Hundley is actually 1-3 in three and hasn't thrown a touchdown in four starts at Lambeau Field. Okay, he's which means he's much better on the road. Without his favorite target, he's done. You go to Minnesota. When they lost Dalvin Cook, I thought the season was pretty much over for them. Right. I thought they lost their explosive back, but it's been no problem for them. Murray and McKinnon have more than 1,650 total yards from scrimmage combined since they lost Dalvin Cook, which is fourth in the NFL. So give me the Vikings. Laying nine points, Vikings by ten. I'll take that. What do you think? Uh, I would be scared to take that bet though, because they're on the road. Yeah, I, I would be Saturday night. It's game. Saturday night game. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd be scared to take that bet. That's very, that's very, um, very ballsy. But why not? That's yeah. what just Daniel does. Why not? I, very, I'll, I'll take that game. What time do you make that bet? I'll make that bet tonight at around <laughs> eight o'clock, right before the game. So. Second game, which is probably my most risky game of the weekend, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have been decimated by injuries this whole season and ineptitude, are going into Carolina. Carolina, if you want to bet them, obviously they're most likely going to win. They're favored by 10.5. they got to win by 11. Mm. That's a big number. That's a big spread for a Cam Newton quarterback who's proven to be inconsistent on a weekly basis. The Bucks actually showed heart last week on Monday night, and a lot of players, since their season is over, is are playing for their jobs. The coaching staff is coaching for their jobs, so they have to finish strong. Um, Deshaun Jackson is out, so we expect to see more of Mike Evans, Jameis Winston throwing to Evans, hopefully a lot more for also my fantasy uh, football Did you keep chances. him in? Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why not? I can't take my light-skinned brother out after having a big week. Can't do that. Okay? A win for the Panthers will actually clinch them a playoff spot. So they have, they're have they vested. They have a lot to play for. I just think I like the Bucks in this game, not to lose by 11. I like them to lose, but not by 11. I could see them losing by 7, 8, 9, mm-hmm. even 10. 11 is just too much to give up. There are a lot of distractions in Carolina right now. Jerry Richardson, which we'll touch on later, is apparently selling the team. Um, Thomas Davis, their best linebacker, is suspended for the hit he gave to Devontae Adams mm-hmm. last week. So let's see what happens. Like we said, Cam Newton is always been an inconsistent player played great one week mediocre the next and i like the panthers to win but i not by 11 i'll take the bucks in this game my best bet of the weekend my best bet of the weekend are the atlanta falcons at nine and five going into new orleans who do you think is favored in this game the falcons the saints are favored oh guess how much six and a half by five and a half. That's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty close. Right. They're favored by five and a half. So if you're going to pick the Saints, they got to win by six. I love this bet. 
Okay, this is a playoff game. Mm-hmm. This is a Week 16 NFL playoff game. If the Falcons lose, they're probably out of the playoffs because Carolina's playing so well. They won't make the a wild card. And if the Saints win, they can wrap up this division with the Panthers' loss. So a lot on the line here. Julio Jones dinged up. Alex Mack, their Pro Bowl center, banged up. And Atlanta started out 4-4. Four and four. So ever since that start, they've just had too many... Must win games. I think they're slowing down. I think they're getting tired. That super, I called it from the beginning of the season that they wouldn't make the playoffs. That Super Bowl is hanging over their heads. I like New Orleans in this game to win by six on my best bet of the week. New Orleans lost a couple of weeks ago to Atlanta on a really back-and-forth game where New Orleans should have won. So, last game of the weekend. Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored. They're minus five. Seattle had a bad loss. Bad loss. It was a historic changing of the baton loss. Yes. So Cowboys are favored by five. You want to pick them, they got to win by six. They have uh, Ezekiel Elliott comes back this week. Zeke Elliott comes back. Seattle's getting smacked. The whole defense is fighting one another. Twitter mm-hmm. wars all over the place. Right. Who would you take in this game? I would take the Cowboys. I'm going Seattle. Really? I'll tell you why. When a team gets smashed on a nationally televised game, they always seem to bounce back and come back, especially a team that has championship pedigree like the Seattle Seahawks. They have a top-notch defense. They have a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback and coach. The the infighting with Seattle seems to fuel their defense, seems to make them perform better. I like Dallas to win this game, but this is a big number spread. It's not my best bet of the week, but I like it. I'll take Seattle not to lose by six points. Well, that's very. Uh, I don't know because, like I said, I I would probably have been the one to take that on to take that Cowboy back, especially with the 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 hype going around with Ezekiel coming back. I can see the Cowboys winning by a last second field goal from Bailey. Wow, but not by six. It'll be interesting to see what next week holds for us. I like to see. Let's that. go four and zero oh this week, guys. Guys, when we come back, roundabout talking sports and shit. We're going to see what you guys uh, think about the news that we have to share. We'll be back. Uh, just Daniel sits and enjoys his snacks right now. Uh, <laughs> Bet you can't have just one. <laughs> no advertisement here, but you can assume what kind of uh, chips he's uh, he's snacking on right now. No, no, we won't tell him. We're not getting paid from him. <laughs> but it rhymes with shingles. <laughs> Listen, how does Kobe get to retire two numbers? How does that happen? First of all, I'm not a fan of retiring numbers. Well, I am why not. not? A fan. Well, not, tell me why not. I'm not a fan of that because after a while, you can't. What number are you going to use anymore? The Yankees, you can't <laughs> use one through ten anymore. They're going to have to unretire these numbers. Yeah, once like, in a while, right? Man, you can't do. It. I would. I my whole thing is just hang their name in the rafters. That's it. The number you can't do anymore. Now you. Now he's retired too. Very Kobe esque because it's selfish. I think yeah. it's very selfish. You retired two numbers. Yeah. You're going to have to take them off. And the fa- his favorite number was the 24. Yeah. One over Jordan. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Well, he played 10 years in both numbers. Uh huh. 
So I guess they had to retire too because which one would you have retired? Twenty four because that's he had that's his the better, one he ended with, and that's the one he ended with, and that's the one he played his better years with. Well, with 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 uh, eight he averaged twenty four points a game. With twenty four he averaged twenty six. Both averaged five rebounds and just a little bit over four assists and one steal every game. So pretty much the same stats, but the maturity Kobe. The mature Kobe, the rings without Shaq Kobe came at 24. So I would agree with you. 24 right. was the number. That's what I figured. I figured, But it's like, I wonder if he said it. You're just being selfish asking for both. Yeah, because you could have, if, if the Lakers said, no, 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 we'll do both. And he was like, no, you, you don't have to do both. It's cool. But let's. Uh, but some... I, think, I think if he does give up one, it'll be the eight. I think so, too. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, he'll give but let's, let's, give, let's give Kobe some credit. He ultimately was the closest thing to Michael Jordan. We've ever seen. Well, I like it. I like this mentality, the Mamba mentality, which was like, I didn't care who was on a court, even if it was Michael Jordan. I wanted to go out there and and beat him. I wanted yeah. to go out there. You know that you didn't you didn't get um wowed by your 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 idol or or your your hero. You went out there and he's like, no, I'm going to play against and, him. And always made a conscious effort to outwork every opponent. That, right. That you know. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people are not fans of Kobe. They hate you know the the personality the. The, the 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 his lack of of what you call it of team that, commitment that's okay selfish selfishness I I can see that but you but you still have to respect him yeah you got to respect the game you got to respect the work ethic and the dedication and the sacrifice it took for him to be that great yeah and for him to bow out the way he did a lot of a lot of players might not do it right now you can tell he can, he looks like a guy that's like enjoying not being <laughs> in yeah. basketball anymore another one he has three daughters he's being a great father you know and he gave uh, his wife that four million dollar I'm sorry ring, and, uh, <laughs> and no, but, you know Kobe's Kobe, and no, Kobe has to be respected. No more slicking in the back door, if you know what I'm talking about. No more trips to Colorado. <laughs> no man. So Jeffy Richardson is apparently selling the Panthers at the end of this year. Apparently, and now Diddy and other celebrities, including Colin Kaepernick, are Steph Curry, everyone. So, just for numbers purposes and money, in 1996, Jerry Richardson bought the Carolina Panthers for $206 million. Do you know what the esti- what Forbes just put up as their estimated sale price to be? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's $2.5 billion. Yeah, $2.3 mm-hmm. $2.3 billion right now. That's a good investment, right? Mm-hmm. That's a great investment. So, I don't know. What do you think about this? Um, do you think the NFL, first of all, do you think the NFL is forcing him to sell because of these work misconduct allegations? Of course. This is what they, 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 they already have a bunch of black eyes that's occurring during the season anyway, and probably in previous season. They, they're trying to minimize what other blemishes they can have from here on out. Two things. Number one, the good old boys club has an inner circle of buyers already that they have to, they have to, uh, uh, Go through first. There is most definitely a waiting list. Yeah, there's a waiting list. They already have a a a, a circle of individuals who are ready to buy in for this. With that happening, if that does, if they, there's, if they go through the weaning system and they don't find anybody there, then they have a next opening in which they have to do a so quote unquote uh uh, uh, uh what you call it a uh, shifting system in which they have to figure out who's going to be acceptable. In their circle, yes. which could take even longer. And I don't care what happens. That acceptable group of people will not include P. Diddy, 
Colin Kaepernick or any other celebrity investors that they get. It just won't. Well, it's the funny. The NFL be- will not let that happen. Well, it's funny because my uh, one of my coworkers was sitting. There, he goes like, "Does Diddy have money like that?" I said, "Well, P Diddy's net worth is at nine hundred and twenty million dollars." Okay. When you get outside investors such as Steph Curry's. I think they 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 shot that load a little bit too early talking about Colin Kaepernick. I would have probably kept that oh, no. quiet. Ka- Kaepernick's worth is about fifteen million. He would yeah. be a minute investor. Yeah, yeah, but most. I think I think that I would have kept that quiet for a little bit. I would have probably not even had mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, Diddy can most definitely be involved. He'll be a majority investor. He has enough capital to do it. He has enough credibility and 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 um equity to do it and reputation. People but forget. He would need others. People forget. Diddy owns his own cable company. Yes. That's another outlet. Is can it Reels? Ima- uh, Revolt. Okay, Revolt. So can you imagine you get Diddy as a Carolina Panthers owner, and now you can only get Carolina Panther games on Revolt? Can you? Well, the NFL has contracts with, you know. But, yeah. but, but can you imagine that can, that, that could be? Because look, you could, you, you're, you're already getting offshoots on Amazon Prime. True. You get it. So can you imagine that you get Carolina Panther games on Revolt as well? I, I, I can. What I can't imagine is having the halftime cheerleaders coming out in shiny suits saying more money, more problems. Take that, take that. <laughs> take that, take that. So take, I don't think Take that works. touchdown. Take that touchdown. Take that. No take way. That. It Let's get it. Let's get that turnover. Let's get it. <laughs> no way it works. There's so many. It's all about the Benjamins. No way it works. I, I can't. And that fumble recovery. It's all about that. No, but no. I, I, I do see. I can see it happening. I really do. You know why? Because the NFL... Is already such the good old boy league that they really need that one. Hey, look, Jay Z bought into the Nets. You had um, do you, you had a uh, uh, Usher with the Cavs? Like you, you, you might see some black investors happening, and this might be their their way of saying, "Listen, we." And plus, bit regardless of what fact of anybody said, Diddy's a businessman first. He is. And this this could happen. And he deserves to be treated with respect as a businessman. I just don't think the institution of the NFL and their owners would allow that to happen. Sorak, I have to. Nothing for you. Marvin Lewis out as the head coach of the Bengals. Finally? Finally? I think he, I, I th- he took a knee. <laughs> he took a knee? <laughs> he took a knee. I'm torn on, I'm torn on this. But this, this him, him leaving at the end of the season was first reported by Adam Schefter, ESPN. He plans to leave the team at the end of the season on his own accord, okay? He's coached the Bengals for 15 seasons. He's the second longest tenured head coach behind Bill Belichick, of course, okay? And the his career winning percentage is 525. He's 123 and 111. And what I like most about Marvin Lewis is that when he gets to the podium, he sounds like a head coach. Right. His demeanor, he commands respect. He's a player, his coaches respect him. But in 15 years, they've made the playoffs seven times. Do you know this man has not won a playoff game, not once? And listen, he's balancing on that Jeff Fisher kind of mode as well. Like he- but it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. And he's he, he has helped stabilize what has been a dysfunctional franchise. What I always hated about him was that they've always had a, a culture like a wild, wild west culture mm. where their players were, were renegades and doing their own thing, which I don't, I don't know. Well, he's a, a player's coach. Yeah, he's a player's coach, but he's never kept it on the wrap. Remember that game against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that playoff game where they blew it because of the penalties and, and the personal fouls mm. and they completely blew that game on the, by themselves. So, 
I'm torn on him. I think that he's actually a good talent evaluator. He drafted Tyler Eifert. He drafted AJ Green. He had his hand in it because you know, you know his owner, um, Mike Brown, the owner is 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 historically cheap. Oh. <laughs> and he doesn't even have it's, it's, it's a fact yeah. he won't even hire a general manager so a lot of the player personnel decisions come down to marvin lewis so for them to what even though they've underachieved they've always been a talented team right they've always been talented mm-hmm. so i know he he just deals with a lot he deals with an underpaid staff that the owner doesn't want to fund and i just i i like him perhaps in the front office I just don't like him as a head coach. I'm a fan of the fact that they gave him the the rope to 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 stick around for this long. Like other teams would have, like you know, other 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 um, franchises would have gotten rid of him after maybe like five yeah. years. They gave him the lineage and they gave him the time. And for him to go out hit this way yeah. is actually respectable for him, and I and I commend that. But on the other on the other on the other end of the spectrum is when you're a players coach, how long does that run? You, you want to be liked, you want to be accepted, but you yeah. also have to be commander of your team. And this is going to be something in which that he's going to have to live and learn or or, uh, or continue his 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 personality as a, a coach because this is something that he needs he needs to probably change up in the future. And I don't think he's a great head coach. Both Mike Zimmer and Hugh Jackson have both proven to be decent head coaches since they left. Right. And Andy Dalton has regressed under him. And may I suggest the footing of your ass? So apparently, Daryl Strawberry <laughs> admits to banging females in the stands. Who hasn't? Innings? Who hasn't done? You this? know, we've heard this before. Who hasn't 30 done? Thirty. We've done coke. We've had beers during fucking innings. Speak why for not, yourself. Why not have? I've, you haven't. Haven't you been at softball games where you know one 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 little uh, ball hag? What they call a baseball annies come by. And I mean, can you? They want to give you top behind a tree or something. Have we not been there before? High school one time. That hasn't been me. Don't fall this in my never. way. I had a four and season. I was a Cy Young Award winner in my softball league, and I never got top behind a tree. Never. I feel bad for you. I know, but you're Daryl Strawberry. Of Mets, course, you Daryl Strawberry. To. Come on. I'm not offended by this. They slid it to first big because they thought the first the the foul line was coke, so they slid <laughs> <laughs> the whole way through head first. Keith Hernandez was a C, not for captain. It the was for whole, cocaine. The That's whole what it was. damn team, the whole damn team was on greenies. These guys had energy for days. Yeah, can we? My whole shit is if you could fuck in between innings, either more power to you or you need to step your fuck game up and remember this is in the national league where there's no dh exactly. these guys are playing the field literally playing the field it's like it's like he he's like oh what anyway when do i bat i'm in the hole shit bitch hurry up bitch come on we get hurry up i only i only got two this guy's known to strike out you better hurry up <laughs> the problems of sports figures are non-existent but Good know. for him. Good Dallas, for Daryl Strawberry. I don't know. Daryl Strawberry, Strawberry look like a little liar, too, so I might not fuck with him either. I believe him. <laughs> Can I do that? So John Wall buys each one of his teammates, which is a 15-man NBA roster, Rolex watches Woo! for Christmas. Yo, man. Rolex wearing. John Wall. Cuban links swinging. Where are they, boy? Blonde hair flowing. Washington Wizards team. What was the total amount? 600. And 40K <laughs> worth of Rolexes. <laughs> Woo! That shit is big right there. I was like, yo, imagine being a rookie on that team. That's great. That's insane. Beautiful. And they had the whole, the jewelers there to like. To fix To fix adjust. everything. Oh, 
That shit is sexy right there, though. I ain't going front. That That's too is, much. I'm not a jewelry guy. It's Christmas time. Why don't you do some work in the inner but cities? Listen, and that Adidas money, though? He does, though. He's a, he's he does, a he does. Yeah, but that, that Adidas money, though, it might, be, it might be longer than we think. Boy, I'm telling you. Find out that Derrick Rose has a nice little contract as well. Yeah, well, Derrick. <laughs> but outside of outside of, uh, of basketball, so that's why I, that I, contemplation of lean. I bet you Adidas is wishing out of that uh, Derrick Rose contract. I right tell now. you what, they know. John Wall could be part of the force rocking that Rolex. Woo! Woo! <laughs> that was big, though. Fake Rolex don't tick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Holy crap. So Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather may return in a second bout, but this time in the octagon. Uh, I'm I'm putting this in the who gives a fuck vault. No, if this if this fight happens in the octagon, we're all watching. Of course, you're gonna watch. We're all watch. I'm gonna watch it on my fire stick. I'm not gonna pay for that shit. But it would not happen. This fight will not happen because no. Floyd would lose. I think so. Lose. Floyd Please. would lose. It's no, it's, it, this wouldn't even be close. He recently just Floyd came Floyd Mayweather said, versus CM Punk. That's the first fight I want to see. That would be more interesting, <laughs> maybe. But listen, it won't happen. It won't happen. Floyd Floyd knows he has to stay in his lane. He's 40-plus years old. He won't dare go into the octagon where, where McGregor would, would kick him and, and throw elbows yeah, and stuff just, like that. No way he I does think that. It's more I don't of care a, what the money I is. I think it's more of a venture because uh, Floyd Mayweather might invest into the UFC because there's talk that the UFC is – diminishing in funds and they don't have the big money stars that they need and this talk with Mayweather I think it's more about him being a part of the UFC as a promotion rather than being a fighter so I I, I think this is a lot that of, actually makes sense there's a lot of more smoke going up at people's asses the Mets are bringing back Omar Manaya as a special advisor good I'm happy for that I like that guy do you know they just gave Sandy Alderson a contract extension you know, Sandy Alderson was forced upon the Mets when they had that whole Bernie Madoff scandal. Right, right, right. And the MLB stepped in and they said, we're going to give you Sandy Alderson. He's a MLB lifer. He's going to stabilize the franchise. And he's actually done some he's good done well. things. He's done well. He's done well considering that the Mets operate like a small market team in a big market. Well, I, that's I, that's the owner's fault. And I believe and yes. I wholeheartedly that's the owner's fault because – at one point in time, you were in the elite category of franchise luxury and everything, as in the Yankees. You were up there at one yeah. time, and you could have spent the money. You could, but I've always said, and I say it to this day, I love the Mets, but they are probably one of the most racist teams in the fucking league. I've been saying it for the longest time. You have, you have to start learning how to invest in two things: your 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 your, your in house minor league. Okay. You got to start looking at yes, what you have historically haven't had a good, you know, you know, solid young talent. And invest in also a strength and conditioning type oh, of we're the worst. And atmosphere because the facilities that we have are horrible. You have a beautiful fucking and stadium. And all our guys seem to be getting hurt all the Every time. Every year. Every year. Big name, big key guys. And now we're starting to, to look like last year they had the Mets coming out the gate as NL champs. Yeah, they did. They had the Mets and the Giants, and they both full fight on their fucking face. But, um, but it's 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 the same thing. Key injuries that just dwindle down, and and I thought also when it came to uh, the Mets is we're loyal to a fault. Now, when we went to the World Series uh, last year, a lot of players on that team 
were handpicked by Omar Manaya. Right. But, and I like Omar Manaya. I like what he did. Well, they had a big spending cap, and he went out and spent money on players. Beltran, a lot, Carlos Delgado, a lot of Spanish mm-hmm. players, and he brought them in, and they did well. But I generally have a rule in life. You don't go backwards. Okay? You don't, you don't go you. backwards. You move forwards. And, and for some reason, I just I just don't like it as a Mets fan. I think it's safe. Although I, 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 I might agree with this because I think he got a raw deal when he went out the first time. Yeah. But okay. I think it's safe. I think it's a thing to where they probably could get him cheap. And I think they also got to uh they got an idea to which where if they know they can bank on doing more with less, okay, they think that he can do it. I can see that, but he didn't do more with less when he was here the first time. I know, no, 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 but I think that, I think he could do it now. I think he can do it now. Though, but, but right now, you we had a change in in management when it came to you know the on field management. We got a change coming out. We got a change happening. I would have preferred to have Willie Randolph as a manager, but that's a, that's another story for me. But um, I'm also looking at where they need to start looking at in the long run, which is they have to start thinning out the herd with pitching and getting the pitching that they had a year or two ago. True. So I and These I think starters got to stay healthy. Yeah, and we got we got to start looking at that. But we'll see. I, I don't I don't see them being contenders. I think the only way that we start seeing them as contenders in the NL East is uh, Bryce Harper fucking leaves. <laughs> well, we could no, get, you're gonna have to pay him a fortune. We could get and Daniel you, Murphy back. <laughs> oh my god, that was bad. If you if you bring him Anaya, then why the contract extension for Sandy Olderson? Yeah, that is a, that, that that is kind of so. Weird. There seems to be conflicting uh, philosophies in the Mets organization, like always. And finally, we have the possible return of the XFL. I know you're excited about this. Woo! <laughs> Actually not. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Vince McMahon sold uh, about, uh, what was it, 100 million shares, I believe it was? Something he like did. That. To, to begin the investment of the return of the XFL. Uh, on, on the surface... We're all sitting there going, "This old motherfucker is losing his mind." Did were you? Were you were, I mean, they did, the did you watch? Did you watch? Did you watch? Yes, I did. You did. I did watch the XFL. I watched. Did you buy into the hype? I early watched on? almost the whole first season of it. There was only, and, there was only one season. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. So there was only one season. <laughs> they were planning the second one. It never happened. Yeah. Exactly. So I watched that whole. First season, okay. Tommy Maddox was the was a quarterback who actually right, won right. for the LA team, and he was um, Ben Roethlisberger's backup for quite some time in Pittsburgh. Right, um, and he played so, well when when Roethlisberger went down. Yeah, so they had good talent, and they had things that worked, including the different camera angles, the sky view. That's XFL. That's XFL. That's the line NFL. camera right. across the NFL. Stadium. Did you watch the thirty for thirty for? No, the for the XFL. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, I yeah. Did. So there's a lot of things that we can attribute the sideline interviews. The, exactly, the, that that was all NXL innovative. Yeah, I thought it started to go down the XFL when Vince McMahon got involved and it became too theatric, too yes. wrestling. But, but, that's but what, he had to do that because ratings were dropping. But that's what he also wanted to do in the first place anyway. That's you what think he wanted. So? Yeah, that, no, no. That, it, when because I remember I big football fan, big wrestling fan. I said, why not combine the two? Yeah. But he wanted to. He wanted to be the fact that he wanted to involve like storylines. He wanted to give the the backstage stuff that one, you know, whatever. You know, the reason why uh, this defensive end doesn't like this guy is because he had sex with his wife. So they wanted to have storylines. Yeah. 
it's cute, but at the end of the day, bare bones, fans don't give a fuck about that. This is not yeah. soccer. Soccer, like an overseas, yeah. in the Europe League, Premier Leagues and all that shit, they have so much drama back over. They love that storyline shit. McMahon has tried it. Trump has tried it. They've both failed. You don't you don't try something that's failed again. Um I think McMahon is planning something else. I think he's selling stock. I think he has this sports venture company that he's trying to open up and operate with. And I think he might start, you know, dipping and dabbing in the sports world, maybe with eight with free agency or, or, or being being a, a broker and taking in taking on a free agents. I don't know exactly what mold he's been quite uh, quiet on it. But I don't think he'll pull the trigger on an XFL rebirth. I, I really don't. I say I say I said two things. I said number one, if it does return, I wouldn't make it a a, a copy of the NFL. I would actually I would actually probably I will bring arena football back. Arena football. Yes, arena football is actually pretty cool. I like that shit. He actually he actually um, trademarked the XFL again. So yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. To do. Also. Uh, like you said, with the innovations that he did before, if he would sit there and peel back the layers of the nonsense that he had before, like running for the ball for, uh, instead of a kick, uh, instead of a coin toss, yeah, um, celebrations allowed that they had, of course, and all this stuff. But if you peel back the layers, I think it might actually be something that um, the NFL might have to look into a little bit more because the NFL is now known as the No Fun League. Well, the well the um the public is not convinced. Okay, since the news that he sold over a hundred million dollars worth of shares came out, their stock has actually dropped seven percent. But you also got to think about they don't need a network anymore. They have their own network. They do. You they can do. watch games on their own network now. If Vince McMahon were to pass away, who's in charge? It's most likely going to be his son. Shane, Shane is still actively involved. Actively yes, involved his in- son, his daughter Stephanie is most heavily involved, and of course uh, Hunter, Triple H. Yes, and also, uh, which is funny because now with the shareholders having bought all these stocks, I'm, it's kind of interesting what I think what how they're involved with the wrestling aspect of it now. What happens there? Because wrestling fans, we've all been saying, oh, Vince, Vince needs to retire, and this is probably a good look for us because if this is what he wants to do. This is this is his escape from wrestling. That's Do you not what we like want. Vince being involved anymore? Not anymore. I, Vince is always an icon in wrestling, but his take of what wrestling is now is too old school. What uh, Hunter and Stephanie Do many wrestling and fans Sean, feel this way? Yes, okay. they want Vince to go. You know, they want they want the new innovative wrestling these days and i think with if if it is as something of an offshoot that is not the xfl if it's something of a, of a sports uh agency type of venture or whatever the case may be fine but i think that if it does occur i think it'll be it could be interesting but the whole thing is who will bank on this who would invest in this who i mean this F, uh, fs1 fox sports doesn't have a football league but they're they're also they got they got they got the the big three well, league. Fo- well, Fox is Fox is invested in and you know they have games on the weekends with it, with the NFL. With the NFL, oh, but got, they have the NFC, right? But so, you know they don't they don't FS1 doesn't have they you know they they, they there's there might be other outlets. You never know. know what new can you bring to the table that will keep the fans. That you, you know, get because pure, all the best talent is going to go to the NFL. That you get pure football. You get the pure. You get pure football, and you. What's get, not pure about the NFL experience right now? Right now, you get the backlash of what's going on with everything on the on field politics, off the field politics. 
that's the well maybe you can attract if if you if you can generate enough revenue through through TV contracts maybe you can attract the players by saying okay we'll give you guaranteed contracts right you know you you can you can start there but I don't I just don't see how they give, give me a give me a legit a legitimate uh, uh, ruling on catches what the hell is a legit catch yeah that's a whole nother story <laughs> the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist all right guys we're gonna be out of here do you have something for us this week no again again you no. fucking tease again no. shit you fucking tease us for a couple of weeks and now you pull it back again shit I'm telling you i hope your wife doesn't go through this <laughs> make sure you check us out on all social media outlets check us out on facebook on the like and group page the regular season sports guys check us out on instagram at the regular season sports check us out on twitter at all wj Santi, as well as on youtube at the regular season sports guys crss turbo tabloid page good week good week man Happy holidays, man. I hope you, you, you and your Merry, family have a Merry good Christmas one. I hope, your girl, I hope your girls get what they deserve. Yeah. Did, uh, broke father. More slime. More <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slime. Yeah, yeah. I actually I got a whole slime. Still, I yeah. can't believe that's a thing. That's one know. of the presents, a whole slime kit. That's so. insane. I don't understand that. I, I'm t- Keep it away from God, the couches. Thank God my daughter is, is not into that shit. All right, guys. Uh, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. And uh, like I said, happy holidays. Enjoy your time. And remember, this time is about family and about being with the ones that you love and yes. not the most about giving is more about sharing and always acknowledging the fact that our year is coming to a close and we have a good year that's coming up and you know it's uh i'm about to cry <laughs> save, that for, get, save that for new year no no it's because of patelas i'm on, I'm on patelas this week <laughs> oh, man. somebody's so gotta bring patelas to the family party yeah uh, i'm the king of talk style jay Sante. just daniel all right guys catch you guys on a rebound squash the regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Season Sports Kills.